Welcome to Becoming Digitally Resilient with IDC Industry Thought Leadership, a podcast series that dives into the energy, financial, government, healthcare, manufacturing, and retail industries. The IDC team will discuss hot topics and provide insightful, fact-based research and strategies to help your organization become truly resilient. Presented by IDC on the Voice America Business Channel. And now, here's our host and moderator, Bonnie D. Graham. Welcome to Becoming Digitally Resilient with IDC Industry Thought Leadership. I'm Bonnie D. Graham. Very happy to be here. And today we're going to focus on the energy industry. Those of you who've been listening along know that we have six industries we're focusing on in this wonderful podcast series. Let me give you a little opening to the energy segment, and then I will introduce my two esteemed guests are with me today for this one. So while recovery pace will vary across regions, By 2024, listen up everyone, 80% of electric gas and water companies will have implemented sustainable business models by accelerating their digital transformation and re-architecting their core business. And that's good news. By 2025, a year later, 35% of energy utilities will drive at least 30% of their business via digital platforms based on cloud-native technologies, fulfilling the evolving needs of their customers and their infrastructures. It's a tall order. They have a lot of work to do. We're going to be speaking in the next two segments today and next week to John Vallali, Andrew Myers, and Leif Erickson at IDC, and they're going to be discussing what it takes to be a digitally resilient energy organization. And as I said, this is the first of two podcasts. So today we're talking about rebuilding the grid for renewables, all very important. As renewables continue their continuous growth in the world's electrical grids, the same grids must transform themselves to support the unique nature of the distributed energy resources. John Vallali is our lead today. Leif Erickson. Gentlemen, wave for the video. Say hello. There we go. They're smiling. They're happy and they have so much to share with us. They're going to discuss the technology that's laying the foundation for grid transformation. This is a tall order. We have an important topic. John Vallali, I'm putting you on speaker view. Please introduce yourself and tell us what is your passion for our topic. Welcome, John. Hello, Bonnie. Thank you. My name is John Vallali, Research Director for IDC Energy Insights. My main focus is really taking a look at digital transformation uh, throughout the value chain with utilities. Uh, I spent a lot of time taking a look at the transmission and distribution system, which is really being impacted by a lot of the renewables coming online. So I think it's a really interesting time for the utility industry. It certainly is. And utility industry is something we can't live without, can we, John? That's part of who we are, what we do, how we live, right? It's here. Keep the lights on. <laughs> That's it. That's absolutely it. Leif Erickson is with us today. Leif, we'd be very honored to have you introduce yourself. And what's your passion for the energy industry today? Leif, welcome. Thank you, Bonnie. Um, look, it's, I, I have spent my career at the intersection of digital technology and, and, and operations, and particularly as it relates to the energy industry. So my passion is, is to continue to support the continuous improvement process in the energy industry, and that requires technology, specifically digital technology. In other words, it's about getting better in all areas, efficiency, reliability, safety, sustainability, and, and this, is a, this is a process of going on for 30, 40, 50 years, and we're getting very close to that point of what I call perfect predictability. Can you define that for me, please? I don't know what perfect predictability is, Leif. Well, think about 
uh, an energy company. The, the way it delivers energy is it, it produces power and then it delivers it over wires, right? And so the big challenge there is to ensure you do that reliably, again, safely and, and sustainably. And this is, these, things, these are pieces of equipment. They're machines. And so if we have enough data, good enough analysis of that data, we'll be able to predict the performance of that equipment and, and how it's going to act, not just now, but well into the future. Thank you. All very important. We just, like John said, we just want to make sure the lights are on. We want to make sure we have electricity to power our computer if we're not relying on a battery. And that's a whole other conversation. So, John Vallali, I've asked you since you're our lead today, I've asked you to send me a quote from a movie or a song. And you picked a quote that is iconic in a song written by the iconic Bob Dylan, the title track of his 1964 album. It's an anthem for change in time. It's actually influenced by Irish and Scottish ballads. And everybody's wondering, okay, Bonnie, get to the quote. Here it is. John, I promised you I won't sing it. I'm going to do my best not to, okay? Then you better start swimming or you'll sink like a stone for the times they are a-changing. John, how'd you pick this one? How'd you, fi- how'd you remember this one? And what does it have to do with our topic today? John Vallali, go ahead. Well, starting to date myself a little bit, but obviously love <laughs> Bob Dylan and actually saw him in concert at, at one point. But um, what I'm trying to uh, you know, t- tie this to renewable energy is that utilities are at a pivotal point where they need to sink or swim and make a move in terms of digital transformation. There's a lot of um, movement right now in terms of uh, green energy, decarbonization, net zero efforts. So I think that, uh, you know, utilities are in a position where they need to prepare for the future if it hasn't already impacted them yet. So when I talk about, you know, Distributed energy and renewables, I think at the core of distributed energy and renewables is that decarbonization effort. And utilities globally are really buying into climate change being real it impacting us. So there's a lot of emphasis, not only in the utility industry, but asset intensive industries worldwide on how to decrease emissions. And within utilities, solar and solar energy is a big part of that. Solar energy is the largest growing Um, form of clean energy. And basically, we believe at IDC that solar plus a storage component, you didn't say you didn't want to talk about batteries, but I will, which (laughs) batteries plus uh, solar will um, be needed for this to be successful long term. That said, I do think that, um, you know, we don't want to uh, ignore the fossil fuels that exist out there. So the dirty coal and the natural gas and oil and so forth, because it's going to depend a lot on where you are regionally. You know, here in the U.S., in our lifetime, we'll still burn a lot of gas. Um, and it's, um, you know, maybe changing. It may change from the gas units that we've seen in the 1990 boom of generation, where we saw the big combined cycled units. We're probably going to see smaller, quick startup gas units that can really make the difference in terms of uh, filling the gap for some of those renewables because if the wind isn't blowing and the sun isn't shining, something needs to cover uh, your, your power generation. So I think that's, um, that's an important point. But going back to renewables and distributed energy growth, I do think it's piecemeal for sure um, around the globe. If you take a look at the U.S., you have a lot of activity on the West Coast from Washington all the way down to California. New England is pretty active in terms of wind and solar energy. But if you go into certain parts of uh, the Midwest, 
maybe it's not that important. And they're still burning coal in some regions in the U.S. If you want to take a look at it globally, U.S., Europe, Australia, definitely leaders in terms of clean distributed energy and the technologies that support them. Um, and then, you know, you move to uh, an area like uh, India, for example, still a lot of coal there, even though distributed energy and clean energy goals are wanting to be met. They have the natural resource like we have gas, they have coal that'll be burned for quite a, uh, some time. Um, and, and then, you know, lastly, just I think with um, all the disruption really happening, happening at the distribution level. So you're getting a lot of electric uh, vehicles. You're getting home uh, rooftop solar, and these are new things that the utilities are challenged with. So I think uh, the investment in advanced distribution management systems or distribution energy resource management systems are kind of new to utilities, but we're seeing investment there. We do think at IDC within the next handful of years, we're going to see at least a 30% increase of utilities investing in these type of technologies to help them manage and control some of these renewable assets. And uh, in, in, in regards to that battery piece as well, I do think uh, that is a big piece of working with solar. Um, and we do um, think that within the next handful of years as well, utilities uh, specifically, if they have wind and solar uh, utility connected assets, they will invest in purchasing that battery piece um, and doing that will allow those uh, generators to produce more energy and, and provide more uh, profits for them. So we're thinking with battery uh, type of investments, you'll see a 15% uh, increase in profitability of those units as well. Very, very interesting. You brought up so many interesting topics. Before I make my comments, I want to invite Leif Erickson. Leif, I'm going to ask you to agree or disagree or just add on to what John shared with us. Leif, go ahead. So actually, I, not surprising, I agree with John. Uh, we, we work together on, on these subjects and uh, but I want to bring it back to digital technology. So in my introduction, I talked about how data and analytics are transforming uh, the energy industry. And we actually have a prediction um, for the next several years. So by 2024, just the use of data and analytics will allow the industrial sector, including the, the energy sector, to reduce their carbon emissions by 3%. This doesn't require any new capital investment, so it's on top of everything else that the utility industry is doing, we'll be able to reduce. And so if we look at it more broadly across a lot of industries, that's, that's a lot of carbon that that'll be, uh, we'll avoid putting into the atmosphere. So I think it's, a, it's about investing renewables, as John pointed out. It's about um, up, updating the grid to handle the, the new energy reality, but it's also about how to use data and analytics to improve the performance of the assets that you have. Thank you very much. I have a question for first, John, and then Leif, or either one of you just chime in. Where is this push coming from for renewables? Just pretending we're not reading the news, pretending we're not seeing groups. Is it coming from citizens? Is it coming from smart cities, smart people? Is it coming from the owners, the managers of the energy organizations? Where is the push coming from saying, let's get rid of dirty coal? And I know there are a lot of government initiatives as well, but where is the main energy. Oh, I used the word. Where's the energy coming from to push them in this direction? John, thoughts and then life? Sure. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's coming from a lot of the places you, you actually spoke about. But, you know, distributed and renewable energy, we've been talking about it for many years. 
Um, but I really think now there is a global push. And when we talk about climate change, I think the mm-hmm. consumers of, of energy are really um, interested in clean energy. So I think there is a push from the customer side. Uh, utilities typically have just you know been there to provide reliable uh, and affordable energy. But now that clean energy piece is really where the customers want to go. And it is where governments uh, want to go. And I think everyone sees it as an opportunity for a better environment globally for years to come. Thank you. Leif, thoughts? Yeah, I think a big part of it is the government mandates, right? And, and we have to be careful here, as we're seeing currently, which is that we can get ahead of ourselves. So a large part of the impetus is government mandates, but the governments have to approach this. To John's point earlier, by uh, managing the transition, if you will, in a way that doesn't have a negative impact on the average consumer, and particularly the the less well-off consumer in terms of uh, energy prices. Uh, There's a concept called energy poverty, which is, you know, if we we push too hard on the transition, we drive prices up, which uh, makes energy less affordable to those that can least afford to pay for it. Thank you very much. Interesting point. I'm glad I asked the question. Gentlemen, we're just about done with this segment, but I want to give you an each an opportunity. We talked a little bit about the changes, I think you said, uh, in a year or two, looking at some of the IDC research. Let's propose that we were to meet again. It's now October of 2021. Let's propose that we were to meet two years from today and revisit this conversation. Would we still be talking about renewing the grid for renewables. How much farther along do you think we would be? Let's just get a 30-second prediction. John Vallali, you're first. Yeah, I think this is going to be uh, something that utilities uh, are going to be working on for years. It's not going to happen overnight, and it's going to happen at different paces in different regions. So when we talk about electric vehicles, you may see them uh, growing in California and New York, but maybe not in other parts of the world. So very piecemeal, as I mentioned before, but in two, two more years, There'll probably even be more complexity to the grid. So the transition and the technology will have to keep up with that. Thank you. Data, 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 actionable insights, analytics. Keep looking ahead. Leif Erickson, wrap up. What's your prediction, please? So um, I think that one of the things we have to understand is the pace of innovation is not a a linear thing. It it happens Mm -hmm. in leaps and bounds. So one of the most important things we've talked about is storage or battery technology. And so... Hopefully, um, I'm not sure I can predict it, but there's a lot of interesting uh, research going on in this area that we'll be able to look back two years from now and say, say there have been some significant progress in the storage arena. Uh, and, of course, digital technology plays in all of this stuff. Thank you very much. John Vallali, so nice to meet you. Thank you for letting us tap into your expertise. Leif Erickson as well. I learned a lot from both of you. I'm Bonnie D. Graham signing off another episode of Becoming Digitally Resilient with IDC Industry Thought Leadership. We've been talking about rebuilding the grid for renewables, a hot topic in many, many ways. There is much more to come. Stay tuned, and we'll be talking to you soon. Everybody wave bye-bye. Thanks again for tuning in to Becoming Digitally Resilient with IDC Industry Thought Leadership. IDC is committed to helping IT and business leaders build the future enterprise. Email your comments and questions to insights at idc.com. Please join host Bonnie D. Graham on the Business Channel for additional sessions with IDC. IDC.